You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. tuning in to Freedom Strips, the show where I analyze current events and share my own perspective. I'm your host, Keaton, and joining me is our co-host, Justin. He's a good friend of mine. I've known him for over 14 years. Thank you, Justin, for coming on. Yeah, thank you for uh, making this happen, man. Been wanting to do podcasts for a long time now. Absolutely, me too. This is a uh, this is new territory for me and for you both. So this is uh, going to be pretty interesting. So let's dive on in. So yeah. the the first you know as I was kind of doing some research for our first episode, one of the uh, articles that I came across was this Reason article that um, the left wing media was jumping all over Rand Paul for going to Canada for his hernia surgery you know the canada the land of socialized medicine oh yes oh yes they uh definitely did not do any kind of research on that either they just uh saw an opportunity and ended up shooting themselves in the foot absolutely they were so quick to pull the trigger on this poor guy which um this guy has had a rough year and a half uh if you don't Mm -hmm. know oh yeah Started out as the uh, as the uh, guy that had to soldier crawl out of the baseball game because some crazy lunatic. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the, so Rand Paul, this guy, the last year and a half has uh, first of all survived a. Uh, he was at that GOP baseball game that got shot up by that crazy Bernie supporter. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I thought also it was an interesting note that. Um, when you had that uh, mail bomb guy that was pi- mailing all those pipe bombs, right? The media was immediately jumping on Trump because oh, they were yeah. tying his. They were saying that Trump's rhetoric was inspiring people like this and to carry out these types of events. Yeah, at this GOP baseball game, you know, it was noted that he was a Bernie supporter, but nobody blamed Bernie for him to go out there. And I thought it. Was, I, I I just thought that that was that's the right way to do it. I think. Crazy people should be um, should be tied to their own actions. I think you're responsible for your own actions. I don't think Bernie was to blame for that, and I don't think Trump was to blame for the pipe gum, pipe bomb guy. Yeah, I, I think uh, as adults, we should act like adults. Obviously, there's some people that uh, don't have that same logic or carry that same thought process. I think it's important to note that you know we do have you know things like call to arms that protect certain situations if you're going out there and you're saying hey go out there and kill this guy then you could be held liable but yeah you know it's the call to action that's dangerous yep and that's what i'm saying it's not like you know we're never going to know the facts on anything but i I would hope that bernie sanders isn't out here saying hey on the sidelines pc's dudes out you know no absolutely not and trump never remotely asked anyone to mail pie bombs to anybody. So I think that I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, you know, if you listen to the left wing media enough, you would almost think that he would be saying those types of things when in fact, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they they sit out here and say lots of things. And I, and I think that both sides are capable of spewing 
just utter nonsense in the hopes that they can wrangle in some more votes, you know. But, you know, this is also the same, you know, guy that was just mowing his lawn, minding his own business, and was attacked for lawn trimmings. That is exactly right. So a year after this, you know, surviving this GOP baseball game shooting and having to belly crawl to the outfield to get away from this <laughs> lunatic, the man is just mowing his own grass and gets brutally assaulted by his next door neighbor. He gets six ribs broken and a bruised lung. Yeah, and, and you know, me and uh, Keaton are avid game players, and we've been playing Call of Duty Blackout, and it's like... Poor Rand Paul has these silenced headphones on while he's mowing his lawn, minding his own business. <laughs> it's like the dude's using that dead silence perk and he just comes out and just <laughs> yeah. pieces Rand out, you know. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on, gets brutally attacked, leaves the dude with a, a severe hernia, right? This is the whole reason why he's going to Canada. That is absolutely correct. So his his neighbor got mad. Apparently the whole thing was just about lawn trimmings. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously these guys have had a history. Maybe they've said some things. You know, they were kind of, you know, they weren't on good terms to begin I, with. I just, but. I just hope that if you had any kind of reasoning that the rationale was there to support why you attacked Rand Paul, like maybe he threw a lump of dog shit at you and it splattered on your face <laughs> and just pissed you off, you know. But yeah. I, at lawn trimmings, man. Wow. Yeah, lawn trimmings. Exactly. So that that's you know what what was your reasoning, sir, to um, go and assault this man and tackle him on his own property? What what was the reasoning for that? Oh, uh, he was cutting his grass and he wasn't raking his leaves. Yeah, complete so, clown. Complete absolutely clown. Ridiculous. So so Rand Paul survives the shooting, survives this brutal assault on his own property. And now the left-wing media um, attacks him for going to Canada to get this specialized hernia surgery to repair the damage that was done by this lunatic. Yeah, they, they tweet out they tweet out buzzwords like one of the fiercest political critics of socialized medicine. And, and let's just get this straight: the facts are is that this private organization that he went to is grandfathered in. So it doesn't follow under the socialist umbrella of of healthcare, of universal healthcare. It's a private clinic. That is absolutely right. So that is uh, one you might say small detail that they may have missed. So the Democratic Coalition actually tweeted out, and I quote. Oh, the irony. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, one of the fiercest political critics of socialized medicine, will travel to Canada later this month to get hernia surgery. Tell Congress we need hashtag Medicare for all now. Yeah, and then nice try. It reminds me of that insurance commercial with the old man with the little dollar on the, the uh, fishing right. rod saying, yeah. Oh, you almost got it. You almost had it. Oh, just a little bit closer. Yeah, absolutely. They failed to check the press release that was actually brought out whenever Rand Paul was uh, said yeah. to be going to Canada, that he was going to a private institution. Yeah, and, and most, you know, a lot of libertarians really enjoy uh, Rand Paul's, a lot of his stuff. And the thing is, is that this is one of the most libertarian things that you can do. He's legitimately going and searching for the best top of the line that he's going to put his money to. And he puts it towards that clinic because it specializes in hernia. Well, how about that? 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, you know, there's some critics of Rand Paul, especially on the libertarian side. I, I find myself more on that side than really the GOP and the Republicans. But one thing about Ron, uh, Rand Paul is he is heavily libertarian leaning for a Republican. And that is the absolute prime example of a free market example for healthcare. This man is spending his own time to go and travel to the best institution and using his using his own money to get the best care and service provided by this yeah. private institution. Sorry sorry that he doesn't want to visit the Walmart of healthcare. Yeah, nobody else is paying for his hernia surgery. How could you even say just because he's in Canada? So like Canada doesn't have private institutions yeah. and private clinics in, in the whole country. Actually, that's the, one of the fastest growing things in Canada is private health insurance and private clinics. Yeah, you know why? Because it works. Because you get better care. People are tired of waiting eight hours in an uh, emergency room. So, so speaking of better care, what about the uh, woman that was hit with that $20,000 bill in uh, oh my the goodness. Zuckerberg Hospital? So this is our next topic here. So this poor lady, her name is Nina Dang. So Nina Dang in uh, San Francisco, California, was riding her bike, and she fell off and broke her arm. So this was another Reason article that came up, and so she broke her arm. Somebody called an ambulance for – not really sure why you need an ambulance for a broken arm, but okay. Yeah, it, and it turns out that it wasn't even broken. It was just sprain. It was just sprain. So she someone called an ambulance for a sprain. <laughs> yeah. And here's Somebody the thing, too. Really scared. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. Right off the bat, I blame her for living in California because I'm going to tell you right now. I'm from California. Regretfully, crazy. I've lived there till I was 18, till I can get the hell out of there. Had to unfortunately come back for four more years because of my job. But regardless, like California is a legitimate trash pile right now. The fact that they're they're forcing people to potentially have to pay for drinking water and taxing, yeah, taxing them. them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not only that, you know, what about the tax for text messages? They're thinking of putting <laughs> yeah, that, that up. Proposed <laughs> yes. Like, hey, these dudes don't have cell phones. Let's get them cell phones. They're like, yeah, yeah but they, they can't really work for themselves. Do they need cell phones? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a human right. <laughs> cell phones are human right. Yeah. yeah. 20, 2019 cell phones are a must. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he, uh, so Nina Dang goes to this Zuckerberg uh, clinic, goes to the emergency room for her arm. So they check her out. They look her over. They put a splint on her arm, give her some extra strength Tylenol, and send her on her way. So a couple of days later, she checks the mail, and she gets a $20,000 bill in the mail. Now, how could this possibly happen? So listen, in my experience, I've been to numerous hospitals. You know, they have these large, heavy set ladies usually that sit up there and they're managing these insurance policies. And they say, they say, uh, hey, you know, we're going to do your medical insurance. Do you have medical coverage? Anything like that? So and so they let you have the Medicare, but. They hit you with that, hey, you might have to pay out of pocket, or hey, potentially there's a copay, right? Ah, absolutely. So how did that go through without her 
realizing, hey, my coverage is out of this area. So the funny thing about this, so the funny thing about this clinic is it's out of coverage for uh, everybody. Turns out, so this clinic is out of coverage for everybody. But you know, you only have to play if you're legal. You know, if you're illegal and you oh, show yeah. up at the emergency course, room, if, you, you if, know somebody's <laughs> got to fund that service. It's not just powered by paying. unicorns and yeah, and fairy dust. So somebody's got to pay for the service. So. Poor Nina, she's getting stuck with a $20,000 bill in the emergency room for a sprained arm. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. So you start to think, like, who's making these prices, right? Yeah. Like, how in the world are yeah. these prices coming up? So you got $20,000 bill for a sprained arm and an ambulance ride. So they, they started digging into this, and it turns out that – you know, you would think that the hospital would make up the cost because that's full of physicians who actually know the cost of the procedures and the, the different medical care uh, that they provide. But it turns out, no, just bureaucracy, just government bureaucracy. Yeah, and, and the best part is it's like that South Park episode where they have like this big wheel of, of numbers and they pretty much just cut a chicken's head off and let it run around <laughs> yeah. until it falls over on a number and slumps out. And you're just like, oh, $20,000 for a sprain. Yeah, Sounds good. That's Put it absolutely up. how they do it. So it turns out this government board of directors is dictating how much each procedure should cost for the hospital. So the hospital isn't deciding anything. Just government board workers are. Yeah, How are they supposed exactly. to know anything about health care? So, you, so you're trying to tell me that government's beneficial for us, right? That we're supposed to be eating up whatever they tell us or whatever they're doing for us. We'll eat up that $20,000 bill, Nina. Enjoy yeah, that. Absolutely. Poor Nina is getting it stuck to her now where, you know, she gets a spring arm and ambulance ride and she's having to pay a $20,000 bill. You know, you know, we've been talking about the health care and stuff. Let's talk about the health that President Trump gave the whole team of Clemson University. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so. The extravagant $3,000 sandwich <laughs> celebration. <laughs> So let me – just before we dive into this a little bit, okay, I would absolutely destroy this meal, okay? This was, oh, yeah. in fact, an extravagant spread. Okay? Oh, yeah. Of course, we are talking about President Trump's ludicrous $3,000, 300-sandwich celebration of the Clemson Tigers University National Championship win over Alabama. And, and courtesy of Mr. Philip Bump from the Washington Post, he has gone over and spent much of his time giving us this fancy diagram entitled "The Clemson Spread at the White House." <laughs> let's let's uh, uh, hopefully uh, Keaton's going to put that down there so we can get a look at it for anyone oh, here in this. I'll, yeah, I'll okay. add it on the show notes for sure. So. We are we are going over this Washington Post article that completely details the spread and also fact checks the meal and the the discussion by Trump on 
how the meal was prepared. So, you, go, Justin, go ahead and explain the, yes. the spread and the layout that the Washington yeah. Post lays you, you out You wanted for fact checks, buddy. You got them. Mr. Philip Bump spared no expense <laughs> in giving us that. So we look at this uh, extravagant little layout right here, this Clemson spread. I, I've got some problems with this, man. Uh, what came over Trump to make him think that you needed one sauce bowl on this table? That's what I'm saying. Where's the other sauces? He's got one sauce bowl and one side of the table. What's going on? Yeah, you got Wendy's Burgers and Burger King down here, and you got McDonald's all by itself. You think that people just like putting that smooth, bold barbecue sauce on nuggets alone? Oh my gosh. No way. These are some, I mean, let me tell you, these are some large men, okay? These are straight up some 6'7", 350 pound men. And I'll tell you what, those burgers from Burger King need sauce to eat those things. I'm telling you that. Yes, absolutely. And you're going to give those guys little bitty packets of barbecue sauce? They, They should have a barbecue sauce fountain yeah. then the you've got house. this then you've got this ridiculous little side table with just pizza and fries on them wow where was the planning where was your white <laughs> exactly. house advisors where this was your was, white house advisors uh, absolutely this was a total administration fail by the trump administration to have the french fries with the pizza Come and, on. and i i mean look at this you have salads place in the middle of the table you've got you've got burgers and nuggets on here why are the salads there remove the salads put the pizzas where the salad should be right and then what the hell are you washing these things down with where is the hawaiian punch soda fountain where is the soda fountain that that man should have a pepsi waterfall exactly he needs something to wet these dudes palates they're eating these dry ass fries and these cold nugs where is the wetness <laughs> nothing lubrication yeah get that down get, get those damn salads out of there okay it, let's let's take a closer look what is filet of fish taking up two spots for who in the hell is eating filet of fish nobody's eating filet of fish I'll tell you right now this is a 4d chess move by trump Trump purposely knew that no one's going to eat those disgusting square fish burgers. And he put them out there because he's going to have his week meal prepped all week. You he's got those. Mu- yeah. That's some 4D he, he, chess yeah. by Trump. That's 4D. He knew that those <laughs> Clemson boys aren't going to touch these fish, these fish burgers and he's no going to use them. Yeah. Wash those bad boys down with some Diet Cokes. Game over. Telling you right now. So Crazy. So Philip Bump from the Washington Post lays all this out. He has a drawn diagram of where everything's laid out. He also has a count of all of the different items that are there, right? So he's got a count and the price total of each individual item. He's got the Big Macs, the McNuggets, the Filet-O-Fish, the Quarter Pounders. They told Philip – the directors at Washington Post told Philip, they said, listen, man, we got a really important job for you. And he said, yeah, what's up? He said, we need you to call these corporations. And you need to make sure that they didn't give this POS Trump discounts. We need to know prices. And now Philip says, I'm on it. <laughs> Comes down here, makes this elaborate list. Then he hits us with the asterisk marks for the fries and the nuggets because those are estimates. He said, I don't know if there was, in fact, 200 fries on that table. 
But I'm just going to estimate that and give the benefit. You're going to need some hard numbers, Philip. Come on. You can't give me estimates. You're going to outline each individual burger, but you're going to estimate on the fries? What kind listen, of journalism is listen, that? Listen, thank God that Philip put an update. He said some people have noted that the McDonald's sandwiches and nuggets would be on the two-for-five menu. If so, the total drops to twenty-four thirty-seven eleven. It also explains why there are so many more McDonald's products than Burger King. Holy shit, Philip! That <laughs> you don't think Trump again. knows about the two-for-five? Listen, on, Donald man. Trump. Donald Trump is a long-term businessman. You think that he really wasn't going to look for the two-for-five menu off that McDonald's? That lives on the two-for-five. Smart. 4D chess. Once again, 4D <laughs> chess. Exactly. You're crazy, Philip. You think you're going to take a negative spin on this? Crazy. Uh, he, Philip's not done yet. So, so he's got a Trump quote, all right? So Trump says, we bought 1,000 burgers for the Clemson Tigers. It was beautiful. They were piled up a mile high. Okay? So, Philip and the brilliant Washington Post decided, eh, you know what? We don't think that piles up to a mile high. We better check into that. So, <laughs> yeah. literally on the article, they say, fact check, at two inches each, a 1,000 burgers would not reach one mile high. Philip was like, listen... They're going to think that Trump actually bought a mile-high burger and put it in the White House. He's like, I'm going to tell you right now, the ceilings don't go to a mile. <laughs> There's no way, man. Trump's Trump's just a, a, just a liar when it comes to everything. So he's got to be lying about this mile-high burger they're stack. Like, they're like, damn, Philip, that makes so much sense. Let's fact check that and put it in bold. He said, righto, righto. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it, here's the ending of it that is particularly very insightful. Had Trump instead invested his entire net worth, three point one billion, per Forbes last year, on five dollar sandwiches, each two inches high, a stack of hamburgers nearly twenty thousand miles high, it would require quite a large silver serving platter. No <laughs> shit, Philip. <laughs> I barely get a bag of tin on my table, and it's a mid-sized family table. <laughs> oh my gosh. What yeah, are we going to do? Yeah, how are you going to botch, uh, uh, clearly just trying to shit on Trump, and you just make this <laughs> elaborate Clemson spread diagram? Thank God, Philip. And what we here's, do here's, Philip yeah, here's, here's the sad part. People are going to look at this and be like, you know what, Philip? It makes sense, man. I'm so glad that you highlighted and fact check this. Because now I know that Trump is a cheap bastard and that he does two for five menu. <laughs> either either way, I, I think that's pretty good for today. Uh We'll leave it on Philip Bump, which by the name, by the way, you know, uh, if Philip doesn't know, uh, we're actually upset that his last name is Bump and they have banned bump stocks. So if yeah, he can change that to a pseudo name of some sort, yeah, uh, that's, that's more inclusive. Yeah. Cause Keaton is really triggered about it. Yeah. I don't so, appreciate that in Washington post. You need to fix that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in guys. We'll see you next time. Out.